You guys talking shit about me? Yeah. Every day. Welcome to episode number 43 of Gears and Beers, the live portion of the live short-lived free podcast, where three freedom-loving, gun-toting capitalist pigs talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and give or take about 23 other random tangents. Tonight on the agenda, Hornady's vaccine mandate, Palmetto State helping with the Russian ammo ban, a 300 blackout PDW from cry position, and something interesting from aviator arms called the x1 our panel tonight is made up of as always mr andrew johnson sam the owner of shyworks and i'm your host box this show is sponsored by shyworks iowa's preferred cerakote applicator and ballistic imagery sam tell us a little bit about what's been going on over at shyworks yeah uh well today i did probably the ugliest gun that i've ever done in my life uh somebody told me they wanted uh, a zombie unicorn gun um, oh so I, I let my uh my imagination run and it uh it, it's ugly but it's exactly what he wanted um but that's just kind of what we do over here if you give us an idea of what you want and what you want your your gun to look like and and we make it a reality so um anything from you know handguns Glocks to uh, ARs, rifles, whatever you want, we can do it for you. So check us out at shyworks.com. We also got um, lasered mags, mag bases, clock bag plate, back plates, patches, all sorts of stuff over there. Use coupon code LSLF10, and that'll get you 10% off your uh, your entire cart over there. So check that out. And also check us out on so- social media, uh, Facebook, Gab, Parlor, MeWe. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. And we are also brought to you by Ballistic Imagery, photography, videography, and wall art for those of us that love freedom. Take your business to the next level by giving it the look it deserves. They can provide you with product photos for your website, images for an advertisement, content for your social media, or even film a commercial. Or if you're just looking to hang something on your walls, check out BallisticImagery.com and use code Gears and Beers for 10% off your order. Ballistic Imagery, Bulletproof Quality. See for yourself on Facebook and BallisticImagery.com. Okay. The formalities are out of the way, everyone. And Cliff, no, we cannot make me pretty. I don't know if that's your weird way of asking me to, like, put makeup on and shit. <laughs> um, Sound is off. What's that mean? What'd you say? Yeah, must have been. I must have had a something screwed up with that video. So did <laughs> did you guys not even hear my fucking ad read then for ballistic imagery? <laughs> I, I did. Well, yeah, you did. You guys did, but apparently the the listeners didn't. Well, maybe you guys have heard the spiel before. I'm pretty yeah, sure it'll to, be on the recording. Go to ballisticimagery.com. dot com. Um, yep. <laughs> Also, I was trying to figure out what the fuck, like when I went to share the feed, uh, it talks about COVID-19. You got to, you got to acknowledge the COVID-19 before you share it. And I was like, what the hell? Then I realized you have vaccine in the title. So that would do it. Oh, I didn't think of that. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Uh, you might want to edit that. Um, uh, otherwise it's gonna, I don't know if it throttles us or what it'll do. Well, but... We already get fucking throttled. It will probably bump us up having that and <laughs> knowing them. Um, Nick is saying Twitch Twitch doesn't work yeah Twitch is weird I don't know what the hell is going on with that I think it has something to do with us streaming to all the platforms at one time yeah 
I'm makes it angry. I'm assuming that's the problem. <laughs> Dylan, well, if you, Dylan if, says show b-hole for one like. <laughs> if if hey, if you don't feel like watching on Facebook, it is working over on the website, lifeshortlivefree.com. Go to Gears and Beers Live tab. It is working over there. You can even chat and stuff everything over there. So you can get the hell off Facebook and and go over there. So. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Every time anybody says that, that reminds me of that flashlight toy that <laughs> <laughs> what? You guys know what I'm talking about? I have vaguely, Not at all. Vaguely. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what it was. So it's the, I remember it's laughing the, about it. It's the flashlight and it's got the uh got the Hulk Hogan stash on it. And every it says every, <laughs> oh, time, every time you thrust, it says, Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, that, that reminds me of that one that uh one meme. It's like a cartoon where a genie comes out and says, I can grant you three wishes, but there's three rules. And the guy's like, I want my my rifle to moan when I insert a mag. And then the genie's like, There are four rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So what are you guys drinking tonight? Guess. Uh seven and seven. Yep. I'll give you one guess for me as well. Bud Light. Light. Bud Light. You guys aren't very uh aren't very adventurous, you know. Being this is called gears and beers and gears, gears and beers. You know, you'd think it'd be a little bit more adventurous. Do you not know the title to our own show? Yeah, it took me a minute. <laughs> Dude, you're drinking a shiner bock. Well, that's you know, yeah, that's different. That's that's more adventurous. Shiner box pretty good actually. I'm, I'm I'm not hating it. I don't know. According to like it is good. Everyone I ever talked to, they're like, "Wow, I've never had a seven and seven. So apparently, it's more uh, less common than I than I thought it was. It's not yeah, like- because you're talking to thirty year old people. You're not talking to seventy year old men who have been drinking it for forty three years. <laughs> what is that? An old person drink? <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, told. I don't understand I, I- it, but whatever. Mm, not, I didn't know that. Delicious. Back, back pocket Hawktoberfest. I, I I don't know what that is, but it, it sounds delicious. I assume you're talking about a drink. Yeah, that's he wants to hawk a loogie into your quote unquote back pocket, Sam. <laughs> your back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I've never oh, been boy. a fan of the Oktoberfest type beers. Darren says coming I in mean, at, coming in at 52 years, he's never heard of seven and seven. Not old enough. <laughs> Grandpa Bob used to drink seven and seven. There's a lot of there was always a bottle of Seagrams in the basement. Oh, it's gonna come around again, guys. You know, it maybe it's fallen off in popularity over the past thirty years, but it'll come back, don't you? You, you don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, not seven and seven, the other weird one. Oh, well f- fuck you, Darren. Thought you were on my side. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, should we move on? Yeah, I suppose. Okay. Johnson, how about you start us off with some news about Hornady? So, if you guys have been living under a rock, you might not have heard that uh, Biden... Biden made a comment about um, he made a statement about penalizing 
any company with over a hundred employees that doesn't um, mandate the vaccine for their employees. And the way he was going to do this was use like OSHA to enforce a fine for each employee that doesn't have the vaccine after their deadline. Right. So <clears throat> basically the whole idea is everybody knows that they can't legally do this because this is just a way for them to mandate the vaccine, which is unconstitutional. They know it's not going to pass. So they're just scaring companies into forcing people to get the vaccine, which is what they want everyone to do is take the vaccine. So they're just scaring people into this and they know that it'll never actually they'll never the government will never actually follow through with it because they can't legally. So what they're doing is scaring companies into mandating it for their employees because the company can do it um, and threatening these companies. So Hornady has um, the, the president of Hornady Ammunition, Steve Hornady, um, has put out a letter basically saying, hey, as everyone's know, heard from the headlines, this is what's happening. So please, please, please go get the vaccine. We don't have any choice. You need to go get this done. Um, you know, it would be best for everybody if you just, you know, we need to meet this December 8th anticipated deadline. Um, so they're just caving to the whole thing. And I think realistically it's just to cover their ass for government contracts for producing ammunition which is ridiculous to me but yeah they're basically they're just caving to the pressure because they have government contracts well fuck you you don't have a choice that's ridiculous you exactly have a choice and you exactly. know what you know what if every one of those those ammunition companies said fuck you what the fuck is the government going to do yeah, they, they have they would have literally have not literally, but they would have them over a barrel. That's I mean, yep. if all the ammunition company says we're not fucking doing it, you know, and, and, and for for uh, companies that supposedly stand up for freedom and that's the that's your whole business, you know, is supplying ammunition and freedom to to to, to just bend over like this and just say, you know, screw your employees over. Frankly, I, I think is ridiculous. Um, I've never, I haven't used a whole lot of Hornady products, but fuck that. I'm going to avoid them at this point. It's, that pisses me off. Well, actually they came out today. I believe they sent another letter backtracking on that said, I'm sorry this, for the, misunder I'm sorry for the misunderstanding. We were never actually mandating it, which if you read the first letter from them, it's pretty, yeah. it's it sure he, sounds like a fucking mandate to me, but this one he, is like, and, nope, it's not a mandate. It's not a mandate. He says in the first letter, um, it does say, although we don't have the details, we understand this will be required by the OSHA emergency temporary standard that applies to companies with 100 plus employees. It is possible that more requirements will be imposed based on our contracts with the U.S. government. I am asking you, please, please, please get the vaccine. Um, I recognize this issue has gone way beyond a health measure and is to some very personal, but there is nothing we and ultimately you can do about this. False. So We're, right there. I'm pretty oh, sure we did because there was a lot of yeah. backlash over this. And what do you know? Soon after, they're like, oh, yeah, never yeah. mind. We're just making the vaccine available to you guys. 
Right. And I just, I love this statement here is, you know, I recognize that it's gone beyond a health measure and it's very personal, but there is nothing we, and ultimately you can do about it. Right. Right. Well, shit. You know, I cannot fucking work for you and you cannot fulfill your government contracts. You cocksucker. Yeah. Um, this just reminds me of, um, that situation. Was it in Nevada or Utah with the, uh, the cow, the cow ranchers grazing on, um, Johnson. What am I thinking of the, uh, Oh, the, uh, Bundy standoff. No, not Bundy. Was it Bundy? Bundy standoff. I think so. Started with a B. Yeah. Um, Bundy standoff. Well, anyway, my point to bring that up is live and Bundy. What happened was the government was overreaching hundreds of, of citizens showed up armed and says, no, this is not happening. I think this is what it's going to take to, you know, to, to, to get at some point to get over this. What if a company, a large company says, fuck you, we're not doing it. They have armed security there. What are the, what's the government going to do? Are they going to come in shooting and blasting? Absolutely fucking not. So that's, and that's, that is precisely the reason for the second amendment, not necessarily violence, but a deterrent from violent violence from the government. Um, and, and, and I hate to, I hate to, there's certain hills that you have to die on. And frankly, uh, a government forcing um, substances into your body that you don't want, I frankly, I feel like is a, is a hill to die on at this point. So it'll be interesting to see if anybody actually does that. We'll see, I guess. And I don't know if you guys heard, but um, really related to this is guns.com. They did issue a mandatory vaccine mandate for all of their employees, even remote workers. Yeah, I, I have a friend, uh, uh, a, a friend on Facebook. He says he's a 100% remote yeah. and he's required to get it. I'm like, how, how does that make any sense at all? Is that I, Sioux Falls, dude? Who, me talking to me? Yeah. Or somebody um, else. I can't remember his name. Out of Sioux Falls. I don't recall exactly who it was. I, I, I'd have oh. to look back through my must Facebook. Not, and... Must not be who I think it is. Never mind. But yeah, I, guys, um, this is a, a fr- podcast about freedom. Just the, the, the only solution here is mass noncompliance. That's, that's what it's, what it's going to take. I mean, and this isn't going to last forever. And like the COVID will be around forever. What are they going to do? Mandate a booster shot every single fucking year. So you can go to work. You know, that seems a little bit, it wouldn't surprise me if they try that, but mass non-compliance, not going to do it. Yeah. Pretty crazy. It's, it's just interesting that guns.com, you know, and there was a lot of uproar about that too. And, you know, and Hornady backtracking a little bit, I mean, Hornady, I personally, I think Hornady's got a lot more on the line than guns.com does. Guns.com can go, go tell the government, to, you know, pound sand. But Hornady, if they got contracts with the government, they need to fulfill those contracts. So they're going to try and keep as many, you know, you would think they would try and keep as many employees as they could. But I don't, Yeah, that ain't well, the way to do it is tell them they have to do something. Well, and a lot of these places, and I don't know anything about guns.com, but it, it's quite possible that it's ran by someone that's, that saw a business opportunity and is in that, that this particular niche, you know, niche to make money rather than he actually believes 
you know, know. what his business is all about. I don't know. Cause they're, they have, uh, they've been pretty big on the news as far as like firearms news, um, reviews and like accessory. They have like an accessory marketplace. It's not like they're just some, you know, but I mean, they own guns.com for Christ's sake. They're obviously passionate about the industry. He's clearly not passionate about freedom. Like, I mean, I understand, I understand the conundrum, the, the quandary that they're in. Yeah. Um, you know, it's either your business that you've spent your life building or freedom. Well, I'm sorry. Freedom wins out. Uh, that's just like, I have a business that I've spent quite a few years building and I'm not going to, I'm not going to sell out my, my morals and my values to satisfy uh, an overreaching government. You know, fortunately I don't have to, I'm not in that situation and it's easy for me to say that now, but that's, I, I know what I would do if I was in charge of honored people. I, yeah. I, I, and you know. the, the fine that they were talking about was $14,000 per employee who was not vaccinated. That's actually been, um, I don't know if the, the bill has not been passed. I don't believe it was in the in- infrastructure bill. That was going to be up to like $70,000 per violation. Just fucking absurd. And then I saw another article after that. They were, they were playing around with upping it to like 140000 per violation. Just complete fucking absurdity. Uh, crazy. Uh, hmm, so if you, had, if you had 100 employees and none of them were vaccinated, you would owe them, what, $14 million? Uh, uh, four, or 140 million? I don't know, a fuckload. And that's every single week. That is, that's week weekly compounding, you know, every single that is weekly. That's not just a one-time fine. Oh yeah. You have to, you have to verify it every single week. Oh Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, Dylan says, I hope rare breed continues to stick it to the ATF. Yep. Absolutely. As far as I, everything I've heard is it says they are. Um, so yeah, I'm a hundred percent behind you there. I've heard they, uh, kind of lost their first little battle yeah I, really i thought i I'm not, i could be wrong here i thought i saw something about them actually losing uh we talked about them getting our filing in limine the atf fall, filing yeah. in limine uh, a couple episodes ago i think they actually got that granted but i i could be wrong about that so don't quote me on that yeah the president did come out and uh release another video about it i think though if you want to go search it down well, somewhere we'll, we'll do an up we'll do an update on it in a couple of weeks when we actually yeah his new video was definitely just yeah i don't give a shit we're still making them we're still shipping them yeah aka i ain't fucking leaving <laughs> right <laughs> okay we should move on instead of bitching about the vaccine the entire episode yep. how about we bitch about some other things alec baldwin Sam? What an idiot. What can you tell us about Mr. Alec Baldwin? Well, um other than happened, he's a jackass. This happened last week. Um, I don't remember I don't remember the exact day that it happened on, but if you haven't noticed, Life Shore Live Free has not put out a statement on this yet. Um, this is the first time that we have addressed this, and that is not an accident. Um frankly, I thought that a lot of other companies in the industry jumped on this way too quick. 
this is the exact same way that we don't, you know, we criticize the anti-gunners for diving in before the facts are in. Um, but it, the facts pretty much are in at this point. Um, it does look like this was a completely, obviously it was anyways, a completely one of 100% avoidable question. Alec Baldwin fucked up. He shot essentially, if you haven't heard yet, he's on the movie, uh, the set of this movie he's making called Rust. He uh, fired a, a prop, and this doesn't make any fucking sense to me, a prop gun, but it had a live round in it. So it went through one person, through her chest, injured another person, killed the person uh, that it went through. Um, and and just as a, uh, as a side note here, yes, we understand that a life was lost. That is 100% tragic, and, and we, we acknowledge that. Um, but at the same time, the fact that Alec Baldwin is such an anti-gunner and has been has been running his mouth for years about um, the problem with the problems with guns um, and the NRA. He was actually in a commercial an anti NRA commercial. But the ir irony to this is the simple fact that if he went and he actually took one NRA safety class this would have been prevented and this wouldn't have happened in the first place because he broke how many laws of firearm safety he someone uh supposedly and this there's a lot to this story but the the yeah. armor on this movie was a 24 year old girl she was this was i believe the first or second time she actually she was actually the lead armor on anything there were several negligent discharges before the, this uh, um, actually occurred. There was all sorts of complaints. Um, she was previously on, in a movie with Nicolas Cage where there was all sorts of issues as well. Yeah. Um, so and she, and from what I heard, she actually said that she did not want the job because she didn't feel she was ready to be head armor on a, on a film. Right. Right. So what but her dad, her dad is like some like the most famous movie armor in Hollywood, basically. Yep. yep. So. so what happened was she handed him a gun, pronounced that it was it was a cold gun, meaning supposedly he's not supposed to be loaded. It wasn't her, um, it was, it was, to clear that up. It wasn't her that handed the gun. It was the assistant director. Yeah. Or one of the, the assistant director. One, one of the assistants, yes. It wasn't the armor itself. It, there it, was, was, there it was, was her responsibility to clear the weapons, and she said they were all clear and safe. Yep. And then and then other people handed them to him. Correct. Well, frankly, it, I it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I'm sorry, but it doesn't matter if somebody handed Alec Baldwin a, a, a supposedly cold gun and told him it wasn't loaded. The fact is he still aimed at a person and he still pulled the trigger, which was another rule of, of, of firearm safety that it, he broke. First off, treat every gun that it's loaded. F didn't do that. Um, he, he aimed it in a direction that he shouldn't have been fucking aiming it. That's number two. Um, so it doesn't matter that he was told that the gun was cold. He should have checked it himself. And, and this is the reason why this is why you check. Because even that though, even though that gun was supposed to not be loaded, it was, and now someone is dead, and a, a family is missing their their mother. Um, and there's no, there's no. And the thing that really is going to irritate me on this is, I guarantee that he escapes jail time. If this was one of us, it doesn't matter the situation. That is manslaughter, plain, plain and simple. 
and we would be in jail for it. It doesn't matter. That was mm -hmm. he 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 fucked up. He made a mistake that he's going to have to live with the rest of his life. And I I bet you that he pays his way out of it. Um, well, that's just speculation. It's, it's unfortunate. There is there are box is right. Yes, it is speculation. Um, but there are. I did see that the DA was talking about criminal charges, and he said they're on the table. Yeah, they 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 need to be. They yeah. need to be. If this was any, it doesn't matter that he's a celebrity. If this was any other any other person, there would be charges going on right now. Um, yeah. But my question is, what the fuck do they call it a prop gun for? Right. If it's not a prop gun, if it's well, a normal fucking gun. From the sounds of it, they, if it's used in a film, they call it a prop gun. Exactly. It doesn't matter exactly. if it's a real fucking gun or not. Yeah. Um, and to get to some of these comments here, um, you know, what the hell do the munitions person that handles the guns have live rounds on set? That's the part that I don't quite understand is having live rounds on set. So I had heard that they had gone to the shooting range the day before or something and were doing some practicing. Um, but I don't believe that that ammunition should have ever made it to the set. Um, I would agree with that. Darren says not a prop gun, but uh, gun being used as a prop. Yeah. So same thing. We were just kind of saying, yeah, I think they just use normal guns and call them prop guns if they use them in a movie. Um, Josh says 911 had the caller saying there was verbal arguments on the set and the armor doing the guns just left mad before it happened. That was on the 911 call, found 500 rounds mixed of random old shit. Um, yeah, so, and I had actually heard, um, I don't remember where I heard it. If it was from Guns and Gadgets or who it was from, but there was there was somewhere quoting that um, everybody there was multiple employees who were leaving, who were like uh, leaving the set because of unsafe working conditions and all this shit. Because everybody knows, like it's a well known fact that Alec Baldwin is an asshole and he likes to scream at people. He gets angry and he yells at people. Um, it happens frequently on set. These people were starting to leave because they were, you know, they were walking off the job because they didn't want to be around him. And supposedly he said to the director and somebody else, well, what if I just fucking shoot you both and pointed the gun and pulled the trigger? And it was supposed to be a blank. He, you know, he, him thinking it's going to be a blank and it was actually a live round in the gun. It'll, it'll be interesting to see if that's actually verified. I saw that same thing. It was from, you see it on Brandon Herrera's channel. Maybe that's where I saw it. Mm. It'll be inter interesting to see if that's verified. But the fact that the, the simple fact of the matter is it doesn't matter who fucked up behind the scenes. Yes, the armor fucked up. Yes, she, she should be held accountable to a certain extent. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is he was handed a gun. He clearly knew that it was a real gun thought he probably thought he'd either had blanks or was not loaded it doesn't matter the fact yeah. of the matter is he pointed at someone and shot and that 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 is he fucked up he made a mistake that is a definition of manslaughter yeah. so it's not for me to say what should be done to him that's for a jury and a judge to say but the, the that's the simple fact of the matter is he can he can deflect and 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 blame it on someone else as much as he wants but when he goes to sleep at night, I guarantee that weighs heavy on him. So that's yeah. his. his tweet didn't age well, did it? No, no one did. It, 
tweeted a year or two ago, said, I wonder what it's, or I wonder how he, uh, some cop that shot somebody and when he pulled out his pistol instead of his taser accidentally and said, what did he say? Wonder how he, how it feels to, to wrongfully kill someone. Yep. Yeah. Well, um, Dylan he found says, out. Dylan says, and I was under the impression, I was under the wrong impression here. Dylan says a lot of props on set are now real firearms, which is why they use blanks for realism. I was under the impression that they they were using complete prop guns, like starter guns. You know, the barrel is completely plugged. Apparently, that is not the case. Um, a lot of these are actually real firearms. So mm -hmm. um, you would think that they would take, take safety a lot more serious uh, than they did, but. Too bad. No, someone is dead because someone didn't take an NRA class. Hmm. Maybe he did. You don't know. Doesn't mean Dude, he he, it. I, 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 you're right. I don't know, but I would be extremely, extremely, extremely surprised if, if he ever actually did take a gun safety course. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Darren says, you know, probably nothing will happen. Maybe. If if something does happen, it'll be two to three people detached from him. It won't be him directly. I don't know. I'm interested to see. Well, the fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter. He's got to live with it for the rest of his life. That that would be that. Oh, it does matter. I think it does matter because someone else is, has to live with the fact that they lost their loved one because he killed them. Absolutely. So yeah. I think that. it does matter what what happens and i think he should he should be held accountable if not the other people involved josh, and also josh says with cgi you would think they would not be actually firing it with today's technology well yes most of the time they do use cgi josh but when they're having like up close shots with the with the star of the of the show or the movie or whatever they tend to use that's when they use their blanks if it's somebody a ways away from the yeah. camera and they're not exactly like the focus of the camera. That's when they use CGI. Most of that stuff is, yeah, that's, that's fake, but it's, and it, much it depends on the film too. It's much more expensive to, to bring that stuff in afterwards. If you, for those uptight yeah. close shots. Yeah. And, and it depends on the film too. Cause if they're truly going, you know, like John Wick, they used all real guns because they cared about the realism in the, in the gun fighting in the movements and all that stuff. But in some movies, they just don't care. They'll let, uh, cause honestly, you cannot ever mimic how a pistol recoils accurately. So anybody that the camera is focusing on is not even adding a muzzle flash and post or whatever. It's not going to look like the, gun is recoiling properly if they don't fire a blank or do something you know with an actual operating firearm yes so well we should move on um how about we talk about palmetto state and the russian ammo ban now uh the other <laughs> the other day what do you what are you giggling about nothing go on Oh, he's all smug no. because he's like, because he made the broad ass statement of someone in the U.S. Oh, will pick it up. 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 And then he's like, call it. I'm out. Time out. Go on. Sam, he's, he thinks he's right about this, but he, he's not. So uh, as I'm sure all of you are aware of 
the import ban that Biden imposed a few, it's been, what, a couple months now, back so we can no longer receive steel case ammo over like the cheap fucking steel case Russian ammo anymore. So we're going to be dried up from that for a while. So um, the CEO of JJE Capital, which is the the firm that owns Palmetto State Armory, they posted on AR15.com a couple days ago, I think, that I'll just I guess I'll just read the uh read what he posted he he says 762 by 39 545 and 54 or 54r will be manufactured in the US under our Soviet arms brand this project is a very large construction and manufacturing project that has been going on for about a year our concurrent our current timeline has the first steel case rounds coming off of the line in 2023 of course any project this large can see delays. We should be able to make up for most of the missing Russian imports. See, I told you, Sam. Sam's like, somebody's going to make up for it. They were already planning on this shit, Sam. So fuck you. <laughs> I, I called this as soon as it happened. I said somebody, and I specifically I specifically said Palmetto. I, didn't I like say, the audio clip of that. I didn't say it wouldn't, get, wouldn't happen. I just said I can understand why nobody would, but I spit. Yes. You told, you called me. You said, no, that's way too fucking expensive. Nobody's ever going to do that. Okay. Well, we're not going to argue about this at <laughs> this point in time, but you are, you, you are wrong either way because they were already working on this a year before. What the fuck? How was I wrong? They were already working on it a year before. Because it wasn't fucking... in response to this band, Sam, which you said it would be. No, what the fuck? You guys are grasping at straws here. It's just like you do every day, my friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, they're going. They are importing. Im- Boy, really? Enunciated. Wow, that was. I'm gonna very well <laughs> enunciated word. I'm gonna over enunciate everything now. <laughs> Anyways, they're importing the tooling or trying to, anyways, from. An unnamed Eastern European ammunition manufacturer. They're supposedly what I found that they're still working on on the deal for that. So I don't know when this is all going to going to happen. But this does make sense for them, as opposed to just bringing in the steel case and making up for the the Russian ammo ban. This was a smart business decision for them because of what they offered and their 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 AK-74. It would be stupid for them not to start manufacturing shit like this. So if they yeah. if they just brought that to market not that long ago, and if ammo was no longer available to it, they're not Wait, obviously not. offers a five four five. Yeah, I was not aware of that. Yeah, they make five four five and seven six two AKs. Interesting. Interesting. Correct Amando. But yeah, that's that's from what I can tell, that's why they did it. Because of that, and obviously to make a fuckload of money. Is Palmetto a publicly traded company or is who owns them a publicly traded company? J- can you, um... Meaning can you buy stock? I doubt I it. No, what was that? What was their JJE Capital? It'd be it'd be interesting. That's to, just like I an mean, that's just like an investment firm or whatever. Yeah, private equity firm. 
Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a great business, uh, business move. Um, l- frankly, if what? Box is, if, if Box is right and they were planning on doing this before this ever happened, can That's you imagine literally what the owner said? <laughs> Can you imagine their glee when, oh my God, you know, when Biden announces this, this shit, they're just like massive stroke of luck because I mean, you know what, come to think of it, they probably lobbied for that ammo ban. Them sons of bitches. It's a fucking conspiracy guys. PSA is why we can't get Russian ammo anymore. (laughs) Well, frankly, the last I looked, it was still in the 30 cent range. I mean, it spiked up initially. And then it went back down and, and I haven't looked for a week or so, but it was back in a 30 cent range because there are still a lot of, there are still ammo or shipments coming into the U S yeah. um, if you have previously um, had all these deals with import with uh, importers, like you could still bring it into the U S you know, it was only the new deals that were being denied. So it's not like it was just a, a, a spigot that was turned off. It's still going to be coming in for, for some time. And there are a lot of importers that are actually sourcing new ammunition from places that don't have a ban on them. Um, so ultimately I'm not saying, yes, it was a bad thing. It's not a good thing, but ultimately it may have some positives to it because we're going to have a lot of new sources for cheap 762 ammo well they they did say he said we should be able to make up for most of them missing russian imports so what do you think that how do you think that's going to affect the prices of this ammo then since we're not importing it since it's manufactured here at home do you think it would be cheaper than before well i wouldn't say cheaper because i mean you really ultimately have to look at their initial investment is going to be fucking astronomical (laughs) to get going um Plus, right now, like a worldwide uh, shortage on fucking everything. So I wouldn't say I, I mean, like maybe in 10 years, 15, 20 years, ultimately, you know, we'll see maybe cheaper ammo. But, you know, by then inflation is going to fuck it anyway. So there's, <laughs> you know, there's really no way that you're ever going to know for sure. But I wouldn't say it, it's definitely going to help the prices. Yeah. It'll help the prices. I don't think it'll go back to 19 cents around. Well, oh, the good old days. What was what was it right before the ban? 19 cents around. Uh, about 25, yeah. 26. Yeah. Pre-COVID, it was about 19. Okay, it was fucking dirt cheap back in the, yeah. the good old God. salad days. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh, well, or I guess pre-Biden. Panic buying. It was 19 cents. Pre COVID. It started when COVID hit. Biden didn't, yeah. you know, Biden didn't help, but. Yeah. Well, that's all I have to say about that. Does anybody else have anything to say about that? Not particularly. I know what I'm going to say, so I'm, I'm not even going to say it. Well, you're fucking wrong and you're an asshole. So. <laughs> I'm not wrong, but okay. <laughs> Just an update on ammo seek right now. 762 by 39 is 34 cents. 545 is about 42 cents. That's that's about the same price, Johnson, as a month or two two months ago, isn't it? Yep. It spiked spiked right up to like 45 cents and then leveled right back out when they were like, man, we're really not selling much of this shit. (laughs) So they lowered their prices back down. Yeah. Um, Nick says 
ship it to a different country, finish the round pack production and packaging and ship it from there. I wonder, uh, I wonder if that even work or if there has it said there was something about originating in Russia. Because there was things about, there was people talking about that too. It's like, it could be, you know, it was like mostly manufactured in Russia and then they ship it to like somewhere, you know, Turkey or something and they package it and sell it out of a different company. But if it originates in Russia, it was banned. Haven't you guys ever watched War Dogs? You can't, you can't do that shit. That's a big no-no. That movie, War Dogs? yeah, it's no. with uh, Jonah Hill and somebody else. It's a true story. It's actually a pretty good, huh. pretty good movie. It's about some uh, arms arms dealers. You should go watch it. It's actually it's pretty mm. good. Interesting too. Interesting. Is it as good of as Lord of War? I don't even remember Lord of War. I was. It's been oh. so fucking long since I've seen that. That's a good about movie. War Dogs. Yeah. I don't know if I've, if I've watched that. I've been it's on my list on shit to watch on Netflix, but I don't think I've watched it yet. Go watch it tonight. It's it's really good. And the the ending is since it's a true story, I guess I can't I don't want to ruin it for you guys, so I'll, I'll shut my mouth. No spoilers. Um speaking of true stories, you guys watch the Tomorrow War? It's pretty crazy that was true, huh? <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. <laughs> We're going to move on. We are okay behind right now. Anyways, moving on. How nice is that sound? (laughs) (sighs) With this segment here, we're going to start taking questions we've been asked. And uh, we're just going to dig deep, dig deep here. And our, our question of the week this week comes from Cletus Wingerdinger from, from Kentucky. Cletus Wingerdinger. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm trying to do this with a straight face. <laughs> he says, my wife of 35 years and mother of 19 children just left me for a 22 year old skinny jean wearing Prius driving Democrat. What should I do? Sam, what do you think? Oh, Oh, poor, poor Cletus should do. Well, Cletus, that's that's rough. I I, I feel your pain. Um, the first thing you need to understand that that it's okay to hurt. It's going to take a little while to get over this. Um, but my my biggest thing is you need some you need some some masculine energy. Some you need to you need to connect with some other some other masculine men and 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 uh you know find out some ways to get over this and and you know what the best way that you could possibly do that connect with some other masculine men is go on over to our website lifeshortlivefree.com slash community we got a nice little forum there you can talk about all sorts of masculine stuff you know and maybe maybe bounce ways off them that you can get over get over this or or just uh talk about guns and freedom and, and all sorts of stuff. That's really going to trip your trigger and, and, and get your, get your heart revving again for, you know, I don't know that, that, that's my little, my little tidbit of advice for you, Cletus. I kind of regret the segment in this question <laughs> because you just made us all sound really gay. <laughs> you need some right. masculine men in your life. Come hang out with us. Masculine. <laughs> <laughs> Get your heart racing. 
Boy. I was trying to be I was trying to be sensitive, Box, up to, to Cletus's hurt. Oh, you're sensitive, all right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, Johnson, you, what about you? What's your advice? Uh, you know, I would say that you can head over to lifeshortliftfree.com forward slash community and find the little trading post area. You know, you might find a few gadgets in there for sale that <laughs> I don't know what you can do with them. They'll either make you feel better or make him feel worse, possibly. <laughs> Just saying. Cliff is, <laughs> what in the actual fuck am I, am I listening to? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> We're trying something new, guys. Sounds like an infomercial for the YMCA. <laughs> hey. <laughs> So long story short, <laughs> the moral of the story is uh, head over head over to our website, lifeshortlivefree.com. You can check out uh, the forum we have over there. Uh, you can sell gear, um, buy gear. You can connect with other freedom-minded individuals. And you can also listen to the show over there as well. Um, every single episode, we have show notes. We have all sorts of stuff over there um, that you can check out. And it's just a good little uh, place for you to hang out and, and connect with, with other freedom-minded <laughs> individuals. And that's uh, basically the, uh, what we are trying to convey there. Cliff says it hurts not as much as jumping on a bike with the seat missing, but it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but it got your attention, didn't it, Cliff? If anybody else has any great questions, such as, as, as Cletus, you can ask those questions on the forum as well. <laughs> Yeah. And, and while you're over there, actually, one thing, uh, one other thing we also wanted to convey was um, if you enjoy the show, all of our ridiculous nonsense, like, you know, what you just heard, uh, but you also, <laughs> Hey, that wasn't ridiculous. Cletus needs our help. <laughs> and I did my best to help him box. Jo hey, I, I'm going with Josh's advice here. First thing you need to do is get a vasectomy. Apparently. Wife and night, mother of my 19 children. Dude yeah. Couldn't, dude couldn't pull out of a driveway. Uh -uh. <laughs> but my, anyways, anyways, if you enjoy some of the ridiculous, ridiculousness, but also some of the, some of the news and the gear that you hear about. So you want to support the show, um, head over, all over to our website as well. And you can go and find a link there um, on the listen to the show tab that help says support the show. You can help support us. It goes to our subscribe star. For as little as 50 cents an episode. Um, and then you get perks such as unedited podcasts, um, early access to podcasts, all sorts of stuff, depending on your different, how much, how much you want to chip in, you get different perks from free patches and shirts and all sorts of good stuff. Um, so go, go over and check that out as well. So sure thing. Yeah. Okay. Wow, box. We're, we're really going to have to work on that segment. Well, <laughs> it wasn't intended to be like, a full-on spiel it was just going to be the answer you didn't have to do on the rest of the advertisement things just give the answer which is clear and then be well, done with it you didn't make that clear you should have you should have uh you should have told me a little bit better i just said answer the question <laughs> um i mean that was totally a real question we didn't make that up at all uh, <laughs> box you're actually cletus aren't you that's what cliff says yeah, I have 19 kids and I've been married for 35 years, Cliff. You're really good at hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> he got married before he was born. <laughs> He's that good with oh, women. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I was born a player. God, this got fucking weird. <laughs> it really did. Okay, moving on. Let's <laughs> talk about uh cry precision. Now, before before this Why are they so sad? Darren agrees. Yeah, man, that question came out super gay. <laughs> 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 okay moving on sam tell us about this pdw from cry precision yeah if you guys aren't familiar with cry cry precision they are the ones that they have the um they've actually patented the original multicam like that was that is their patented design um That's and actually <clears throat> they do i mean it is legit patented like so even if um there's only one seracoder i believe that is that is uh, licensed to actually do their official um, pattern on guns. But anyways, they've got into um, recently someone found out that they have a patent on a MP seven style PDW and get this, get this and 300 blackout. Now, if you are not familiar with what an MP seven is, it is HK's. Um, HK's Are you really offering. a gun guy? Really? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, but it, I don't even know how to describe it. But it's it's basically a the. I've got the, pictures the, here, Sam. Okay, yeah, please post those up. But the, the so if you're listening, just listening to this, the magazine Ooh, is in the grip, um, and it's a submachine gun. Um, it's it's a badass little gun. But anyway, there's a there's a patent for this that they are putting. And obviously it's a nine millimeter gun, but they are putting 300 blackout into this. It's not a nine millimeter gun. Uh, what, what four, four, six by it's like some super weird, random high speed. Really? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I was under the impression, but it was a nine mil, but anyways, it's a, it's a pistol caliber essentially. Isn't Mm -hmm. it? Okay. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, it's close to the five, seven. Okay, but how they get around, you know, having the magazine in the pistol grip is it's mm-hmm. a pistol caliber round. It's a little bit shorter, obviously, you know. So that's how you can you can still put the magazine in there and grip the grip. Um, so, anyways, they this patent is for 300 blackout. Now, if you're familiar with 300 blackout, it is based off the 556 round, and uh, it's essentially about the same length. So what they're doing is instead of having the rounds, you know, uh, straight across, they're canting them up at a, at a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty aggressive, pretty aggressive angle. So what that's doing, obviously, when you tilt the, tilt the, the rounds up, you, you shorten the, the space that they can go in. And that's how they're, that's how they're supposedly this patent is saying they're going to, to make this weapon. And, and frankly, I think it's a fucking awesome design. I think this is, and if if this actually legit comes to market, which I have my doubts, but if it, if it actually does, frankly, I think it's a, it's going to be a revolutionary design as far as um, you know this this particular sort of thing. You can put a rifle caliber round in a in a tiny little tiny little package like this. Um, so I I. I'm in fact, I, I love it. I really, 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 really hope this comes to market. I'd be really surprised if it did, but um, 
I, I, I love it. I know box has his doubts on it. He thinks it's a little bit ridiculous. Are they, I guess my question is, are they anything like Palmetto state armory where they're like, we're going to make this really cool thing. Well, 15 years from now, I think they've, I think they've done this before. They've really, they've, patented some other designs as well and, and it never came to fruition. never did anything well i could be what wrong is, about that though cry precision basically they do like camouflage and shit i didn't wasn't aware that they were in play well they do i mean like they make like a lot of like nylon soft goods plate carriers soft and goods shit like yeah that. right yeah. so what the fuck are they doing dabbling in <laughs> actual firearms especially this sort of thing like i wasn't aware that they ever made any firearms whatsoever so it really surprised me that they were the holder of this patent no idea but it, it is strange if i mean somebody who does nylon shit to be like we're making a gun now <laughs> either way this looks to be what like a six six inch seven inch barrel something in that ballpark which yeah. 300 blackout was kind of designed for that shorter, shorter barrel. Yeah. Eight around eight and a half, I believe was kind of the design criteria. Right. Right. So to put, and this is a 30 caliber round to put that kind of firepower in this tiny little, little package would be freaking, uh, freaking awesome. Um, (laughs) But I would be, I don't know. I, I'd be surprised if it ever came to the actual, even if it does happen, I'd be surprised if it came to the civilian market. Um, but the bright side of that thing is, I mean, uh, when SIG first came out with their, their one and a half stack, you remember that was, they had a patent on that and that's since made its way to basically the entire industry and frankly rev- revolutionized the carry industry. Um, and that's my hope on what something like this can do if if it in fact if they can in fact get it to run, which it'll be tricky. And Box had his doubts. He said it sounds like a jam-o-matic. And generally that's the hardest thing about when you're putting together a uh, you know, um, a new firearm. A lot of them are based on magazine designs that are already out there and proven. So something like this, trying getting you know something totally new will be tricky and it'll be i think it'll be really weird for just because of the mass of the bolt carrier that you're going to need to shoot 300 blackout um in like a basically a one-handed gun like this Mm -hmm. um the the bolt carrier mass and the actual bolt travel is really going to slow the cyclic rate of this thing down compared to what the MP7 does. The MP7 is like a 11, 1200 round per minute cyclic rate. And for that to be slowed down, it'll be a whole different experience. So anybody who's shot an MP7 who's going to shoot this thing, is going to be like, what the hell is going on here? It's going to be a whole different deal. But it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if they can get a magazine to feed at the angles, like, cause how do you even make a fucking follower for that? I'm going to have to, you know, it, again. it'd have to be a, you couldn't use an anti-tilt follower. 
because your follower would legitimately have to tilt because it'd have to feed at the proper angle at the top of the magazine, but then be slanted by the time. I don't know. It seems odd to me. Yeah, it's going to be um, obviously the rounds at the bottom of the magazine are, are tilted slightly more than the ones all the way at the top. So there maybe you would have to have that 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 follower actually slightly move as it goes up somehow. There's a lot of there's a lot of hurdles to overcome, which um, leads me to believe that box may be right on the whole jamomatic thing because when you don't use an anti-tilt follower, guess what happens? Right. I'm, I'm not saying there's not going to be problems. Not, and they're, they're very well, maybe, but I think it's something that they could overcome. And it's definitely something that the industry should be, should be looking into. Um, the other thing that I noticed is that picture that box just had, just had up, it's got a, a vertical, uh, grip on it. Yep. Um, that when you, you can't put a vertical grip on a, on a pistol, can you? It's. That's obviously is not that picture is not a, a vertical an SBR. A, that would be an SBR at that point. Um, well, it doesn't have a pistol stabilizing brace on it. It has a stock on it. Right. No, you're absolutely it's, correct. I'm talking about when if it ever did come to the civilian market, it would obviously be braced if that is still a thing at that point in time. Um, but even if it wasn't a thing, say you couldn't put braces on those. Even if you do have a pistol, say that that stock is gone from there. Even if you do just have the pistol, I don't believe that you can put a, an angled foregrip or a straight foregrip like that on a pistol. That turns it into an AOW, if I'm, I think, and I might be very mistaken on that. Um, but, it, and that's neither here I'm not there, too, so. I'm not too caught up on the, uh, you know, legalities of what you can and can't do with your own firearms no absolutely but i just think it's an interesting interesting point but and you even said earlier that you'd be fired with one hand and i'm like why why the fuck would you ever fire i'm not going to shoot a 300 blackout pistol no hell no that's not happening but i think your point was that grip has to be skinny enough Mm -hmm. for one hand to hold it Dylan says right. for SBR and AOW, you can put a stock or vertical grip on it if it's over 26 inches overall length. So just since the barrel's real short, you just make the stock long as fuck. So it's <laughs> so you, so, <laughs> so you hold your, it out here. Your length of pole is 24 inches. <laughs> All right. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, frankly, I think it's... I, I expressed my exuberance on the forum, which you should go check it out. That's where actually we found this. Miles posted this. Um, and I, I haven't seen Miles in the comments tonight, um, but he posted this. And this is where we saw this over on the forum. But I I was extremely excited about this, and I still am. I think it's a fucking cool-ass design. And it's not very often that like the, the firearms industry has something really innovative. You know, really yeah, wait last... until you see how innovative this new Glock carbine is going to be. <laughs> Dude, I have expressed my <laughs> I'm not excited about this in any way, shape or form. Um, but really, the last the last innovative thing was was the one and a half stack. That was really yeah. that changed the entire industry. And before that, what was it? 
What are you, you know, talking about? What about that gun that the top half spins around? And yeah. Innovative as fuck. What about the, the cell phone gun? Yeah. <laughs> well, those were innovative, but they sure as fuck didn't change the industry. <laughs> um, but I think this particular design does have, um, if it works, does have the, what it, you know, the chance to possibly be super innovative like that. I, I honestly think that um, maybe I'm mistaken, but this is, I'm hundred percent behind this. Where can I fucking invest in this shit? Hell yeah. Inve Hell yeah, brother. Invest in cry precision. Yeah. They need your money. <laughs> right. <laughs> they charge so goddamn much for everything. That's right, Don innovation. I did. I don't know. It's cool, but. You guys know me. I I have no fucking use for it, so I'm I I couldn't care less about it actually. I and actually I would prefer most an MP7. Most people have no fucking use for it. It's just going to be one of those cool things that everyone wants. I think I think it could be a very useful uh, tool for people who use it professionally. Yeah. But people I, mean, like, I people think like, that's a lot of times that like I think Sam. that's 99% of the time that is where firearms industry innovations come from and where the market moves is following military needs. Time out. Sam, Time out. Oh, God. Here, oh, boy. I'm excited. What do you mean this. there's no use for this? For most people, like, I said, mostly like you and me. How is there not a use for this? What do you This is 100%. These like, are designed have, to conceal, man. What do you 100%. need to conceal a 300 blackout for? Say like this, like this upcoming weekend, I am going to Sioux Falls. And I was just earlier today, I was thinking, hmm, what gun, what, what gun am I going to bring? Obviously my 43 X, you know, my typical carry gun, but being as I'm going a hundred plus miles away from home, I was thinking about throwing something else in just in case, but then that opens up a whole nother, a whole nother like, what are you going to bring? What bag are you going to put it in to conceal it? Think about this. Like, this is your, you know, you go from this tiny little package. Uh -huh, I get it. To if, if we had access to this to a eight and a half inch AR, you know, all of a sudden you're way up here. This cuts, this cuts that package in half. And it would be so much easier to throw this in a backpack along with your other shit and throw a few freaking mags in there and call it good. What do you mean this doesn't have use? This one of Whoa, 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 whoa. That's, that's if not, you that's want not to talk about... For. But if you want to talk about short ARs and concealability and short AR pistols, we need to talk about the Aviator Arms X1. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there, Johnson. <laughs> Because if we're talking, if we're talking short and sweet here, I don't know about sweet, but short it is until, you know, you fire it. So Fox, I'm sure is pulling up a picture here of the aviator arms X one, what they call the biaxial recoil device. So what this thing does is it replaces your buffer tube and attaches to your Picatinny rail on the top. And it basically 
moves the recoil system from the buffer tube up to above the pick rail, which I watched the Aviator Arms YouTube video promoting this thing. And legitimately, I think they picked the worst human being possible <laughs> for the low or less than felt recoil portion you know they put the you know less felt recoil up on the screen and this guy's like got this thing and it's like it's like anybody who shoots any ar pistol with a shoulder brace has 10 percent of the recoil that this dude had so i i think their thought was removing the buffer system really shortens this thing down well, yeah, it's shorter until you fire it and this thing punches your fucking teeth out because what they <laughs> what the still photos show don't show is that this thing actually reciprocates and your bolt carrier still comes out the rear of the receiver at mock penis speeds and will catch you in the mouth if it's too close to your face because the bolt still has to make the full length of travel and normally it goes into a buffer tube now it's just open to the world you know where you could pour dirt or skittles or whatever the fuck else you want in the back of your ar and this thing's just slinging out at you out in the open and they just expect you to put a single point sling on the back of this bitch and hold it out away from you so you don't clock yourself in the mouth with it no Needless shit. to say, I think this thing is dumb as shit. You haven't seen this, I, Sam? I I guess I didn't see how it operates. No, I I didn't yes. realize that that's how that's how it works. Don't worry. Oh yeah, they got that little thing on the side or on the back there. Oh yeah, that's that little, a gauge that for little steel rod. So that can that tells you where to keep your your face. It doesn't look like it latches into place once it once it moves backwards. So it's no, not just, actually. You gotta. It's not. You also have a metal rod flinging, <laughs> yeah, flinging around to poke you in the eye while you get your teeth knocked out by your bolt carrier group. I oh, I didn't realize that it would just be open. Out yeah, the back. there's. But that, yeah, it does look that way. <laughs> yeah, the bolt carrier. Your bolt carrier group is just. Well. And Open looks, to the free air. No, it <laughs> at looks least like it can breathe. Johnson, it looks like there's some sort of there's something on the back there, like a there is a rear cap, right. but that doesn't keep that when the thing cycles, the bolt carrier still comes out the rear of the gun. Right, right, right. Um, that's yeah, Stupid. that's totally not what I thought <laughs> it was. So basically, it doesn't. It, because you have that rod sticking out the end all the time anyways so you don't yeah. get your teeth bashed in so it doesn't really solve make any it problem. any shorter that no that rod moves back and forth it it when you're just storing it you can slide that rod forward and once you shoot and it once it you probably sh comes out yeah so when you charge when you charge the gun it actually pulls you can it's basically set up to where when you charge it, it'll pull that thing back. It'll pull that little marker back. But 
it's all it's basically doing is moving the recoil spring from behind the buffer and the bolt carrier group to on top of the Picatinny rail. And I love how they say it has reduced recoil, but there's no way that is possible because you're literally moving the recoil higher up off of your hand Mm -hmm. because you're taking all that spring and shit and putting it up higher. Yeah. And from these videos, I mean, it recoils like a son of a bitch. Yeah. All these people that are using it anyway, it looks pretty, like it does. I'm pretty sure this guy's sticking his tongue out too. Looks yeah. Like <laughs> the guy in the Hawaiian shirt. Dude, it's bad. Uh, you know, I wanted to like this. I did. I'm no, of course you did. that you don't Mr. actually. Mr. Innovation. Um, but there's got to be some way to improve this. Yeah. Or, the garbage uh, can. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> Put it in the special filing cabinet. Do you know what they charge for this fucking thing? I don't know. $300? $400. Yeah. Their idea, when if you go to their site and read their About Us thing, they're talking about, well, we wanted to make make it cheaper and easier to have a little PDW, like a SIG MCX. Really? You... Really? So I can buy, so I can build a fifteen hundred dollar AR pistol, put a four hundred dollar piece on the back of it, and have enough, have spent enough money to buy a fucking Sig MPX. Yeah, they listed a few others on there too, other common ones. They picked out like the three most expensive PDWs that they could find. Uh, the MP5 was one of them. <laughs> that uh, does that even count as a PDW? I don't know that I, it does. I would, yeah, maybe, yeah, it probably does. But, uh, uh, man, just, and you can get uh, the comments. Did you look through any of the comments on their YouTube video? No, I, I just I just looked at their website. Oh my god, they are incredible because it's from Aviator. You know, the video is by Aviator Arms on their Aviator Arms YouTube channel, and boy, oh boy, is it just magic on there? It's there's not one. I don't think there's one good comment on it. Let's see if I can find some. Oh man! Wow, right. somebody figured out a way to incorporate all of the shortcomings of a Draco style AK into an AR, and then somehow made it even worse. <laughs> kind of impressive. <laughs> I'm excited yeah. to see what else this company does because this is the first. This is the first product these guys offer yeah. and on their site they're like we have a bunch of other cool stuff that we're gonna bring out be releasing here soon too so I'm Ooh, this is one of my is. favorites looks like something that would be paired with all the red anodized shit from strike industries and a punisher skull <laughs> for good measure <laughs> uh, uh, fuck one of the yeah one of the uh websites or pages i follow on facebook they posted a meme about this where somebody had already bought this and they were, they posted it on a forum and they were bragging. They're like, yeah, I don't have to worry about those stupid brace loss with this. But like, really? You just fucking caved in to those fucking brace loss and put something even dumber and more useless on your fucking. That's exactly, right? that's exactly what you did. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like to me, if you, if you want something like this, just get the fucking Keltec. 
Doesn't Keltec make like an AR like piston upper I just AR posted style that. pistol? I just posted that. It's like the PLR 14. PLR 16. 16 or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, they um, make like it. They make a piston. You know, I mean, it's obviously it doesn't take standard AR. Like it's not no, it a, does. standard AR upper and lower. No, but it's standard AR mags. Well, it's standard AR mags, but that's the only thing it shares with an AR. It's not an AR bolt carrier. It's not anything AR except the mags. But I mean, and they're they're not ex- just like anything Caltech. They're not expensive, right? And they're you know, and, and actually, they're the it's very similar to an ar as far as the controls go though so yeah uh, yeah dude you know i want to award these guys like you know four innovative points you know for trying to do something different but i don't even think i can do that because like i didn't realize that it operates the way that it does uh now bad bad aviator arms so this this uh keltech plr 16 is only six hundred dollars that's the MSRP from Caltech. So, so it's only $200 more than that fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Boy, I, I, I don't even know what to say. You, you swung and you missed on this one, Aviator Arms, I believe. Aviator, yeah. if you guys are somehow listening to this, you should be deeply ashamed of yourselves because I honestly expected Sam to be like, no, no, it's pretty cool. I like it. That has a lot of that has a lot of uses. I think it's pretty cool. But even Sam thinks this thing is garbage. Even that Sam really thinks it's something. stupid. Well, you know yeah. what? When when I saw when you you posted it and I just saw the picture of it and like I didn't see how it operated. Like I didn't see that that bolt was coming back in your face every time. I yes, I was on I was on board. I was like, you know what? It's not something that I would probably want, but it's innovative. You know, I was going to award them twenty five innovation points. But after yeah. I see after I see how it actually operates, I can't do that. Yep, they only get like four. So fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, we should be moving on to the final segment of the night. This is cool gear with Sam. I hate how that's right. that's become the fucking intro. Ugh. God damn it. I got to do something different with that. Yeah, you really do. Uh, boy, I kind of forgot all about this one that we we're going to have this tonight. I was enjoying myself having some toddies. But um, lately I've been on the uh, I've been on the searching for a, a better tourniquet for myself. Um, I have I have a tourniquet in my go bag. Um, and it, it would work in a, in a, it's a SWAT T tourniquet. Soft to your um, cat. That's all you need. So I found, I found, uh, I was, I was perusing the, the Amazon the other day and I, I located a recon medical tourniquet. Um, and if you're not familiar, is this, is this made in China? No, this is a, this is the, uh, Vietnam. it's basically a cat T it's a, it's a cat tourniquet. Um, this is, uh, the, the general, you know, one like this with it and, and you twist it to get the, to yep. get the Titan box. You're, you're both familiar with these. Um, so this was the one that I was going with. This is recon medical. Um, this was like this particular tournament, like 18 bucks on Amazon or something like that. Um, but I also ran across while I was in the process of purchasing, purchasing this, 
I also ran across, they have a, their, it was either buy this for like 18 or they had their bleed kit, which is, you know, you get a whole little kit for like 28, 29 bucks, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then, frankly, I think this is something that is a little bit overlooked in the firearms industry. Um, I think that in your range bag, everybody should have a bleed kit, like at a very, at a basic minimum, um, you know, because you take a round to the leg in itself, that wound is not going to be, um, fatal, but if you hit that, that artery or something that you're going to, you're going to bleed out. And that is a situation where this tourniquet is vital. I think everybody should 100% have a tourniquet at the very least in the vehicle, um, but also have a, a bleed kit. And this is just a very, very basic bleed kit. You know, you get your, and keep in mind, this is like 28, 29 bucks. So you get your, your recon medical tourniquet. This is a cat style, but you also get shears with it. Um, and you get a few other small things, uh, compression bandage and a, uh, a gauze. This is just a, a big ass thing. So if you say you, you get a, uh, a wound in the stomach or something like that, you know, it, that's what this shit is for. Just kind of help with that. And then you also get a, uh, or was it, you get a, a chest seal. So say you get a, a sucking wound in your chest, you can seal up that, but this is just, like I said, this is just a very basic, a very ba basic bleed kit. Um, and like I said, I think this is something that everybody should have at least a very basic thing is this is not, this is not something that I would recommend. This is all you have for medical in your bag, but this is a good starter situation just to get into the, into the, into it. Like I said, this is only 28 bucks, 29 bucks. So this is something that you can grab and, and really get um, the very, very basics of uh, what you, what you should have in your bag um, box. You still carry a tournament tourniquet every day. Yep. You, how do you carry it? I have a Filster flat pack that it attaches to, fold it up, and then I put it in my back pocket. In your back pocket every day, huh? Yep. Well, then that was kind of the situation where I was, I was just looking for, you know, we got this, I got this, this is just your, just your tourniquet. Um, and this was an, initially what I was going to buy, but I came across this pack and I thought, Hey, this is something that it's, it's well under $50. And it's something that I honestly believe every single gun owner, um, should have, especially, especially if you're out just, just at the range, if you're by, whether you're by yourself or you're with somebody shit happens and you're going to want at the very least, this very, very basic, uh, medical, uh, equipment. Um, so that's, I don't really have a whole lot else to say about it other than this is also a tourniquet that it's, it's easy to put on. I have the SWAT T tourniquet too. Um, but that's, that doesn't seem to me to be as basically it's just kind of like a fucking stretchy situation. Are you guys familiar with those? I'm sure. Yeah. I don't, nope. Not a fan. It doesn't seem like that's in my, I have another medical kit that that's in. Um, and I was never a huge fan of that, which is why I, I also got this. Um, but the other thing is too, guys, um, don't wait until 
until you have a, a, a fucking situation on your hands before you figure out how to use this shit. Um, because that is the absolute 100% worst time. There's no worse feeling in the world than having a, a serious situation on your hands and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Um, take a little bit of time and familiar, familiarize yourself with your equipment, especially your tourniquets, you know, uh, your, your, your badge, your, your bandages, your, your suck, your chest, uh, seals and stuff like that. Um, familiarize yourself with that before the situation happens so that you know a little bit how to use it um if god forbid you happen upon or you know something happens to you um that's that's really the reason i brought this all up i thought it was a good time to just just kind of this is especially what we're all about is, is situations like this so just familiar familiarize yourself with it and there's no reason for this price 28 bucks like there's no reason that you shouldn't have um the very basic of of medical care in in your pack at least so that's pretty much pretty much all i got to say on 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 that segment so can i ask why you went with that brand rather than a more well-known tourniquet. Why not just go with the the softy or the cat? Those are the two main two. Um. Well, this is basically this is just essentially a copy of the cat. Um. And it's got some it's got some good features on it. Aluminum um, buckles. You know, shit like just got some good good some good features. And frankly, this is just something gonna that I'm gonna throw in there. And I also thought that just for people, the average Joe perusing Amazon and he sees this shit, um, this is something that they would they would be drawn to buying. So that's that I will say I threw it in there. I will say that I'm I looked this up on Amazon here. Um it's got 2,963 reviews, 85% are five-star, and there are no two-star and no one-star reviews on almost 3,000 reviews. I feel like that's pretty good. 85% are one-star, 12% are two-star, and 3% are three-star, and there's not a single review, two or one-star on this keep in mind, product. Keep in mind, though, that is Amazon. I, I've, I fully understand. I'm just saying that there's pretty good reviews on it. I cat tourniquets are, is there one company that produces cat tourniquets or is it just the cat is the style of tourniquet North American rescue is that's term. the only person who, who can make a cat tourniquet or that's, is it that's the, the tried and true tested one. Yes. Okay. So, and like the soft tea, I see the reason I don't like the soft tea that I see the soft tea as more of a, a compression aid than a tourniquet, honestly, um, because it is elastic and there is no like actual override on how tight you can make it really. Um, I see it more of a, as like, you know, you're putting compression on things versus being a legitimate tourniquet in my opinion i guess but what do you mean it's elastic not the soft tee it's not elastic it's, it's, it's nylon just like everything else well i know but it's not like there's no actual tensioning device you're just kind of 
pulling on the yeah, there buckle. Is. Yeah, there is. It's got a windlass. Are you thinking, Johnson? Are you thinking about the SWAT T? I'm thinking about the SWAT T. The soft T is the one I carry. Yeah. But but it's yeah. I guess I didn't I guess I didn't realize that the um the cat was only the North American rescue. But box to answer your question, the reason I went with this route is because I just bought something that I felt like a majority of average Joe's like me is going to buy, you know, they just peruse an Amazon, find out what's on there. And I, I bought this to see if it was a, and I actually did look into the company a little bit and the, and the quality of it before I did buy it. And like I said, it's, I think it's a decently made a product. Um, but I was not aware that something like this, and this is one thing that they were saying that this should not be used for like practice or anything. Correct. So this, um, because I, it sounds like once you, once you twist the windlass or whatever, that you should not use it again mm -hmm. or whatnot. I was not aware of that. Um, but just in my, my little bit of research through for, for recon medical and, and this actual specific product seemed like a decent product. So I wanted to buy it and, and just see like, if it was, if it was something that I, um, you know, would that the typical guys like us would, would be all right having. And also one other thing was interesting pieces. Once you twist the windlass and, and get your, you hook it, then there's also a piece on here that you can write the time where um, the time that you actually tourniqueted the, the, the wound, because there's a certain time limit. And I, and I don't know what it is off the top of my head um, where you should have a, a, a a limb tourniqueted yeah. um, because if it's too long, you're, you, you risk, you know, losing that limb. So um, yeah, you can do a lot of, a lot of damage for, from like blood starvation and shit. Right. Right. Well, I'm or oxygen. Mean, what is it? Oxygen starvation, oxygen deprivation. That's the word. I'm, I don't mean to like rain on your parade here, but I'm kind of going to be a hard ass about, this Sam, because medical shit is pretty fucking serious, especially when it comes to like a tourniquet or something. Mm -hmm. Personally, I would not tell anyone to go out and buy that just because they're an unfamiliar company. Maybe, maybe they are, are familiar. Maybe they are known in the, in the industry and I just haven't heard of them. But personally, I would not advocate buying any tourniquet that has not been tested and vetted. Fair enough. And, the fucking cat tourniquet and the softy tourniquet, both of those are well-known. They have been tested in combat applications. They are used all around the world, and they've been proven time and time again, 30 bucks. So it's not like they're expensive. No, and that's not that's not the reason I, I, I got this. Like I said, the reason I got this is it was something that I feel like was an affordable uh, medical kit, so I wanted to get it and check it out and for myself um and i'm not necessarily recommending this specific brand or anything i'm just saying get you get you something because something is going to be better than anything um but um from what i looked into the, the company uh before i did buy it there was a ton of good reviews on it and it seemed like a fairly fairly good quality situation or fairly good quality product so 
that is why I bought it myself. But Box is absolutely right. Um, before you purchase any product, do your due diligence on it, your, your research, and find out if it is something that you, you're going to want to trust your life to. Absolutely. Which brings me to my next point. Don, in the he, uh, this has come up several times. Every single time we talk about anything medical, which we are not smart medical guys, people. We're <laughs> we're just a bunch of fucking tards. We're not doctors or anything like that. So don't really listen to us. Don says every gun owner should have a couple of tampons. In my opinion, I absolutely hate that. Don, that is sorry, but that's that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. That's that's. <laughs> That's not what they're designed. Here we go. That's not what they're designed for. They don't do effect, an effective job of it. Just don't carry a something that is made for it. Tampons are not made for that. Yes, they absorb blood. They don't stop blood. That's not what they're they're all about. Just carry. And they're not actually not nearly as effective at packing a wound as actually packing a wound with causes. Yes, exactly. Just they're easier to apply. And you don't have to stick your finger in somebody's bullet hole in their wherever, but it will not effectively as effectively stop the bleeding as actually packing the wound with gauze. Yes. And I know Josh thinks then Josh is on that. He, I think he brought that up last time we talked about tampons, but like I said, we're not medical professionals or we know very, very little. We're actually just a bunch of fucking tards. So don't take our word for it. If you didn't get that, that we're a bunch of tards from, you know, the whole entire rest of the episode. <laughs> Just don't uh, carry, don't carry a backup plan as your primary plan is what I'm saying. Carry something meant for the job. It's a good point. It's a that's, good point. That's my, my only point there, I guess. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Minetti uh, says the only award they should get is a Darwin award. He was speaking to the previous to the previous uh, topic we were on about that freaking uh, 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 aviator arms thing. I haven't seen him on here before. So Jordan, thanks for, uh, thanks for stopping by and checking us out. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome here anytime, Jordan. Um, I think that's all we have to say about that. Is that the show folks? I think so. Okay. Yep. Thanks for stopping by, everyone. It was a, a lovely time. Fantastic episode. Uh, be sure to listen to our entire catalog of podcasts on most major podcast providers and also on our website. If you enjoy what we do and you want to help support the show, check out our Subscribestar page for exclusive content and other benefits. Uh, if you want to get more involved with the community, join our forum on lifeshortlivefree.com. And if you aren't aware... This show, Gears and Beers, is streamed live every other Wednesday night at 8.30 Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and our website is the big one, lifeshortlivefree.com. We'd love to have you over there watching it. We would love to have you come and get involved on the conversation or in the conversation. Uh, be sure to check out our sponsors, Shyworks at shyworks.com and Facebook, Parlor, Gab, MeWe, and Ballistic Imagery at ballisticimagery.com and Facebook. And that's the show, folks. Thanks, everyone, once again, for stopping around. It was a lovely time. We will see you again in two weeks. Sam, take it away. That's all, folks. Yeah, guys, thanks for sticking around. We'll see you again in a couple of weeks. Until we talk to you then, remember, life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. And to fund the dog shit ATF. 
and repeal the NFA.